You're listening to The Mike Gunn Show on 98.7 ESPN. It's been quite the 36 hours, 40 hours, if you are a New York football fan. As no real surprise with what happened with Pat Shermer. We all kind of expected that. I'm never going to root for somebody to lose their job. But I would come the closest to rooting for Pat Shermer losing his job. All right. We knew that that was going to happen. It had to happen if you are the New York Giants. But then we also heard earlier today from one David Gettleman. And listening to that, and that's why you got to call in if you're a Giants fan or a football fan in general, or you just want to relish in the situation that the New York Giants fans see themselves fit right now. Because I'm telling you, I have zero faith in David Gettleman after hearing him speak earlier today. And I know we heard from John Mayer yesterday, but it seemed like everything that John Mayer had said was completely opposite from what David Gettleman said. There was no intensity. There was no fire. There was barely any emotion from David Gettleman. And I understand, all right, that it's not always that's how he comes across, etc. But you have a fan base that is dying for something. The New York Giants have been a disgrace the last eight, nine plus years. Your head coaches have been Ben McAdoo, which was a joke, into Pat Shermer, which was no upgrade whatsoever. And here you are coming into your third coach in just the last couple years. And David Gettleman comes out there and he says, Nothing inspiring. Tries to come off a little bit humble at times, but really then I felt like it just turned to arrogance and some sort of cockiness. But I feel like the biggest thing that I had the problem with, and we'll play the audio. We'll play Gettleman and Joe Douglas spoke, and of course Adam Gase from yesterday. We'll delve into all that. So Giants, Jets fans, give me a call, 800-919-ESPN. But the biggest thing that I felt was... David Gettleman sounded clueless. Some of his answers, and I I do not understand why these GMs or these coaches or anybody that goes out there knowing that they have a press conference or that they're going to get grilled by the media. And I felt like this always happened to Mickey Calloway as well. (laughs) Good old Mickey. Is that I feel like they never prep themselves for some of these answers. Whether it's David Gettleman talking about the disaster that he put on himself, by the way, with Leonard Williams. He's got nobody else to blame but himself with that. And now he's stuck with them. And Leonard Williams is going to want to get paid. And guess what, Gettleman? I wouldn't even say your legacy because I don't even think you're here in a year from now. I do not think that David Gettleman is the general manager of the New York Giants a year from now. Going on record to say it. So I wouldn't even say his legacy, but the fact is, Leonard Williams, you're tied to him if you're David Gettleman. So the answer on that was troubling. He spoke about Eli Manning and that. And do you remember, Giants fans? Do you remember? It was just a couple months ago where the Giants organization and franchise was lying to you about everything that they said about Eli Manning. 
every single week in the preseason, even leading into the preseason, the New York Giants were lying to you about Eli Manning. And even Gettleman's comments about, oh, well, the reason we started Daniel Jones as early as we did, he came around a lot faster, quicker. Calm down. Calm down. You probably shouldn't have even had Eli come back in the first place for $20 million to play one game, then bench him, and then bring him back for another game, which he won, which you didn't want him to win, because Chase Young is now going to the Redskins. You had one job. Don't win that game. And you got Eli winning it for you for $20 million. So not only do you lose out on $20 million, Eli this year was pointless to even have him on your team. But you also had him end up winning the one game that you didn't want to win if you're the New York Giants. So his answers on that were very interesting. But then you go to what's very important when you get to the fact with the New York Giants is that not only is there a power struggle that's going to be happening and has been happening with the New York Giants as to really who's in charge and who's going to be the decision maker and how much control does David Gettleman want to give up because we know he hates giving up the control. But if you're a head coach, you kind of want some control. But what's David Gettleman going to do then? And how much are the Giants going to allow Tish to have a say on matters at hand, or player development, or who you're signing. But the big thing that really, really struck out for me is David Gettleman's comments on analytics, having no idea what he's talking about, and really it was the perfect, and my fellow millennials will get this, the OK Boomer moment. The OK Boomer moment happened earlier today when David Gettleman... It's trying to talk, and I trying to talk about analytics and software and computers, and we're all following along on Twitter, and we're just like, what is he talking about? What are you talking about, David Gettleman? And if you didn't hear it, get ready, crank it up. You might need a festive drink for this once you hear him talk, especially if you're a Giants fan. Here was David Gettleman earlier today. So over time since I got here, we have regenerated, we have rebooted, so to speak. Rebooted. And done a lot of things behind the scenes that needed to be done. Oh. Uh, John alluded to them yesterday. Um, we've completely redone our scouting situation, our per, how we look at college personnel, how we look at pro personnel. We have, we're in the process of, we've hired four computer folks, uh, uh, software. What? And we are completely redoing our back end of our college and pro scouting system. Four computer folks. Yeah, this guy sounds competent. Let's just have him lead our organization. When analytics matters so much, not only in baseball, but football, you're trying to get these young guns, these young players, perhaps a young coach, who knows, and you're up there telling us, oh, have faith in me, Giants fans. I got computer folks. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You're the new, you are the New York Giants. You just had Ben McAdoo and Shermer. And we're supposed to, you're screwed up everywhere, everywhere. 
Besides a couple good draft picks. Great. Congratulations. You did what you're supposed to do as a GM. You drafted well. Congratulations. Sort of. We still don't know if they're all going to play out. We still don't know that 100% sure yet. But Daniel Jones is like, okay. But this is what you're selling the team on? This is what you're selling the, 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 the fans on? And if you are a potential head coach, who wants to come to the Giants? Like, why would you want to deal with this? This is the, the oh, these kids and their iPhones these days. The ultimate OK Boomer moment coming from you, David Gettleman. Like, what? what a day. What a day. I mean, my stance is Gettleman needed to go. Get rid of him and Shermer both at once. Just start over. All right, you got Jones. You got Saquon. Hopefully you reset, you know, keep Engram. You got a lot to work out in your wide receiver cores. James Betcher, I mean, what how is that? How do you not get rid of Betcher yet? I mean, he's gonna he's gonna be gone, obviously. But your defensive coordinator, how does he how do you not how do you not get rid of him yet? The Giants defense is awful, atrocious, and a joke. And you get rid of Shermer, but not Petra yet. Now, obviously, Petra's not going to come with the new coaching, you know, once the new head coach comes in. They're not, they're going to interview him once. I'm trying to tell you that, yeah, all the coaches will be able to get interviewed by him. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck on that one. But, I mean, this has been, this was David Gettleman's press conference from earlier today. How clueless that he was answering some of these questions. Going into a press conference to a media event, you need to know. You have to have something. You need. You owe something to the fans out there. Or at least pretend that you do. At least give them something. So we're going to dissect all that. We're going to get through all that today with the New York Giants. I got to hear from you. Phone line's already blowing up. I'm going to do a ton of calls. I'm here until 8.30. Then we've got the Rangers-Oilers pregame going on. It's New Year's Eve. Whether you're starting a party already, crank it up. Whether you're about to party later, crank it up. 800-919-ESPN. Jets fans, I'm not letting you off the hook either. Because we have a lot to talk about with the Jets. We have a lot of needs if you're the New York Jets as well. A lot to talk about there. But I just think between the two, and call me up. Let me know if you're a Jets fan or Giants fan. Do you feel pretty good about your team right now? Do you have faith in your team for next year? Joe Douglas spoke earlier today. We'll play some audio from that. Did he give you any inkling that, okay, you know, at least I'm confident? Because I feel right now that, listen, the Jets, I do not like Adam Gase. I think Adam Gates should be gone. But at least you have a GM in Joe Douglas, who's probably one of the better front office people out there. And if he was not part of the Jets right now, a ton of teams would be courting for him right now. All right? So listen, he's great. You got him. So I feel pretty good if I'm the Jets. Hey, I got a GM. Coach, God help us there. But at least with the GM, you got him. If you're the Giants, you don't have a head coach. You don't know who's going to want to come to your team. And on top of that, who's going to want to have to deal with a David Gettleman? You're listening to the Mike Gunn Show on 98.7 ESPN. Light him up. That's what I would have done if I was the New York Giants. Not only to Pat Shermer, but also to David Gettleman. Because you can't have your GM come out after having back-to-back coaches that included Ben McAdoo and Pat Shermer. And this, this is what your GM comes and says, oh, don't worry, we have everything completely in control. Fear not. Let not your hearts be troubled. 
Let not your hearts be troubled because we've got analytics, we've got computer guys, software guys. This was David Gettleman once again from earlier today. So over time since I got here, we have re- Generated, we have rebooted, rebooted, so to yes. speak. Oh yeah, totally. And done a lot of things behind the scenes that needed to be done. Uh, John alluded to them yesterday. Um, we've completely redone our scouting situation, our per- how we look at college personnel, how we look at pro personnel. We have, we're in the process of, we've hired four computer folks, uh, uh, software, and we are completely redoing our back end of our college and pro scouting systems. Oh, of course. Perfect. Sounds good. Four computer folks. Great. You're the New York Giants. You're the New York Giants, and you just had a terrible, terrible eight plus years. Good job. 800-919-ESPN, 800-919-3776. Let's get out there to the busy phone lines. Let's go to Joe in Selden. What's up, Joe? You're on with guns. What's going on, my man? Hey, longtime Giants fan, 40 years plus. Okay. How are you feeling? Hey, Joe, how are you feeling right now, my man? (laughs) Not too good. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I think Gettleman should have gone with Shermer. But yeah. you know what? You know what tweaks me the most? He's going to give up a third and probably a fourth round pick for Leonard Williams, who's not a, a difference maker whatsoever. And it's, it's just going to be a big chunk of, a chunk of our salary cap when he resigns him. Joe, that's, I mean, that's so important. And here's the thing. I mean, here's the thing with Leonard Williams. Gettleman, you know, that's his guy. He has to own that now. So even in his answers today when he was talking about, well, Leonard wants to be here, et cetera, Leonard Williams, he's nothing great. We saw that he was nothing great on the New York Jets. You play in the that's same exactly st- right. You play in the same stadium as the Jets. Did you not see how bad he was this year? He's nothing special, and he's going to ask for a lot of money, Joe. And David Gettleman's going to have to give Leonard Williams the, the contract. Two draft picks, two highly rated draft picks, third and fourth round pick, and a big chunk of the salary cap. Ridiculous. Unreal. Now, Joe, real quick question, though. Do you feel, because I I said earlier, I don't see that Gettleman last more than another year. So what's the point of having him here? It just seems like you're just, uh, it's a waste. And then you're just going to have to go through the whole power structure change once again, that time with the second year head coach. Why not do it all at once? Get the GM and the new head coach, put them both on, all right, at the same time. Start them fresh and new both this year. Do you agree, Joe? That is exactly what's going to happen one year from now. Yeah. Unbelievable. My man, Joe, listen, Joe, you're a fan of 40 years of the Giants. You getting wild tonight? What are you doing tonight, Joe? I'm hanging out with a couple of friends and my family. Sounds awesome, Joe. Enjoy that. All right, my man, thanks for calling into the show. You got it, man. You're all right. Bye. <laughs> cool. All right, let's go to Billy in the city that never sleeps. New York City, Manhattan. What's up, Billy? What's going on, man? I got a few points to make. What's going on? First off, number one is they sold their soul to the devil when they let Odell Beckham pull out those antics against Josh Norman however many years ago. Okay? <laughs> okay. And he sold yes. their soul with that. Second, 
They might have. You know, they, they might have also. They might also have sold their soul to the Washington Redskins when they get Chase Young uh, for winning that game. Right. For, for losing that, for game. that game. Yeah. When when they when yeah. they beat the Redskins, the Redskins losing that game. Chase Young might be uh, hunting Dan, hunting down Daniel Jones for the foreseeable future from the Redskins. Yeah. In well, the I NFC mean, East. he's he's still got a little bit to prove. I mean, Chase Young. What? Then, uh, then you know, they, Pat Shermer was a speed bump. Okay, this team was so depleted of talent, and this guy—he's getting a bad rap. I mean, these players that they left him with over the last drafts are so bad. It's like this guy had no chance at all. Okay. Yeah. I, here's the thing with Shermer. I mean, there's two things. I do feel that with Pat Shermer, it was um, a near impossible situation. I think a lot of what happened to him this year was just bad timing. I mean, you think of the injuries, the fact that the defense, James Betcher, your uh, defensive coordinator, is clueless as a defensive Betcher's coordinator. Betcher's a bad coach. Yeah. He let Washington go, what, 99 yards? Uh, all the way drive. down. Yeah, all the way yeah. down. There. But also... Case the- Keenum going 99 yards and uh, <laughs> depleted... The Eagles were depleted of wide receivers. They got one guy who can catch the ball, and Betcher like uh, puts a puts nobody on him. Yeah, no, Betcher. The fact that Betcher still hasn't been let go from the Giants is is mind boggling to me. Uh, I don't know what's happening there. Obviously, he eventually will when the new head coach comes in. He's not going to keep James Betcher. I can guarantee that. But I think Billy, I, I would put two things. One timing with Pat Shermer, and he's getting he, and he is a little bit of a scapegoat right now. And why is that? Because listen, Gettleman, Gettleman's in control. He wants the power right now. That's why he, um, you know, switched up the locker room as much as he did. He wanted to be in control. But he also, guess what? You have to take some of the blame. And he tried doing it today, but not really. He tried being humble in the beginning when he was speaking Gettleman, but then he started getting arrogant. And if he, you, Gettleman needs to have taken responsibility for this disaster as well, Billy. He doesn't like the press, and he's in an adversarial position with them for whatever reasons, you know, yeah. with some guys in the other station. But, um, but he got into a bad situation, too, and he's shown a little bit of improvement. But I'll tell you one thing. I don't want Mike McCarthy coaching this team. No. Because Why not? He is like, I don't want any NFL retreads. I want either Urban Meyer or I want Matt Rule because those guys, they go places and they build programs, okay? Matt Rule's built Temple into a winning football team. They were nothing. And he built Baylor into a winning football team. And they came in, they were really nothing either. So this is a guy who goes, you, take, you put him in a situation and he does something. Okay. No, I, and I hear you. I mean, listen, they're going to right now. There is no rush for the New York Giants. They're going to interview everybody. And I think they rightfully should. They should take the time, interview, figure it out. But um, with Matt Rule, I mean, I like him because I think he'll get along better with these younger players. I think that he's also good with player development, that he understands the culture. And I hate using that word culture. Believe me, I hate, I hate using it and hearing that word. But he understands a locker room. And when you compare somebody like that to the audio that I've been playing from David Gettleman from earlier today. Those are just two ends. Those are two ends of the spectrum right there. And the fact and the big question will be, can they both get along together? And will Gettleman be willing to give up some of that power, some of that decision making? No, it's going to be a power play. It's going to be a struggle. Yeah. It's gonna, you know, so, but, but then, but then, like, but then, Billy, where are we from a year right now? From a year, it doesn't from matter a, because yeah. if rule if rules a good coach, who's ever doing a better job will pull ahead. Yeah. I mean, the owner's not stupid, okay? If um, if Gettleman brings in a bunch of players in the mid middle rounds of the draft, late rounds of the draft, then he's going to keep his position. He's going to keep his power. But if that rule comes in, 
you know, he does a better job, then he's going to win. That's all to it. I don't think Gettleman's here in a year, but thanks for the call, Billy. You're listening to The Mike Gunn Show on 98.7 ESPN. We're talking some David Gettleman. Of course, it's been a crazy 36, 40 hours here for the New York well, fans out there, football fans, both the Jets and the Giants were discussing. Give us a call. Are you happy that Adam Gase, are you happy if you're a New York Jets fan right now and you're going to be seeing Adam Gase on the sidelines for another season? And if you're a New York Giants fan, are you happy that David Gettleman will be taking the reins once again for the New York Giants and being the decision maker? Or is it one of the decision makers because the thing with the Giants it always seems like there's a power struggle going on or just an uncertainty of who's fully running the show now we find out that obviously after the months have passed of why a little bit more clarity as to why they got rid of uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and why some of those you know some of those players you know, got released from the team or traded away. David Gettleman didn't want any threats to him inside that locker room. He didn't like the way things were going. And he's allowed to feel that way. But this is your guy. And I'm sorry, but besides a couple good picks in the draft, okay, great, congratulations, you're a GM. You drafted well so far. He really hasn't shown me anything, if I'm a Giants fan, to feel really confident about. So my main question is, in a year from now, are we still going to be in the same boat, the same place, if you're the New York Giants, only this time with the new head coach? And what kind of head coach are we looking for if you're the New York Giants? Do you want a young gun like Rule that can come in? Was able to change around programs in Temple and Baylor? Has the respect, perhaps, of the younger people being able to relate with them? But how much control is he going to want? Will he be able to mesh with Gettleman? It's kind of funny that Ron Rivera is good friends with Gettleman. He didn't come here, did he? He didn't go to the Giants. By the way, the Redskins, if they get Rivera or, you know, with Rivera and they get like a Jack Del Rio, that's solid. And Chase Young and Haskins. The Redskins are a whole new team next year. Whole new team. And guess who has to face them? The New York Giants and all, all their uncertainties and question marks on both sides of the ball. We're also talking plenty of Jets. Seems like we've got some uh, Adam Gase defenders out there. 800-919-ESPN. Let's go into the fire, baby. Here it is. Mark Lakewood. What's up, Mark? Hi, how are you, Guns? Hey, what's up, dude? How is your uh, New Year's Eve coming along? Coming along, uh, good. Just staying at home tonight. Sounds like a real party out there. (laughs) <laughs> major party. No, no major party tonight. That's <laughs> no, all good, man. What's up, Mark? What can I help you with? Yeah, no, I just, I, I don't like the whole, um, you know, anti-Adam Gase thing. I feel that there's a lot of, you know, beat reporters that are trying to put him 
listen, he's not the best at the at you know on when he's given his conference, but I, I feel that. Like for example, the Le'Veon Bell thing, where he said, "Go ask, you know, Joe Douglas." Right. If you listen to the, if you listen five minutes before that, he was talking about how, you know, I'm going to talk to Le'Veon Bell about how we're going to switch the offense so we can make it better suited for him. And then, the, so then there's some beat reporters that just take the part of where he said, "Ask Joe Douglas," because he doesn't like that certain. Well, because he reporter. hates Le'Veon I don't Bell. Feel that way. He hasn't utilized Le'Veon Bell whatsoever. When Le'Veon Bell is on the field, he's got ten players, or the Jets have ten players on the offense. Because Adam Gase isn't giving Le'Veon the ball, and he didn't adapt to, with them throughout the season. So it's good that he might say, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a talk with them. We're going to utilize them. Come on, Mark. Do you really think? Uh, Come on, I, Mark. I, listen, Come I, on. I agree. He's definitely, I agree. He's definitely stubborn. I'm not, we see that. It's I don't obvious. care. Listen, if he's winning, he can do. He can be as stubborn as he wants up there. Exactly. Belichick's allowed exactly. to do it. Popovich is allowed to do it. I don't I, care. I don't need a head coach right. to be my friend whatsoever. But you got to do something and you got to adapt and you got to come together and Adam uh, Adam Gase should be thanking whoever he prays to that he has Greg Williams as the defensive coordinator because if it was anybody else there's no way the Jets have as many wins as they have this year and you know that, you, you know that. that's a fact I agree Mark with you on that yeah. But I, I 100%, but the one thing I do, I want to say, when people compare, you know, look at, you know, Mike Tomlin or or even um, Sean Payton when he lost Drew Brees and they won five games with a backup quarterback. First of all, you can't compare backup quarterbacks. Number two, it's his first year as the head coach of the team. Sean Payton been there for 10, 15 years. Mike Tomlin been there for 10 years. He has a system in place. It's a lot easier to, to slide somebody in when, you're, when your quarterback goes down, especially the fact that Drew, the, the Saints have an amazing offense. Um, I I get it. You can't compare that. I hate when people do that. No no worries. And I and I didn't do it tonight. So don't tell me I did not do that tonight. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You you can blame whoever. Yeah. Everybody else, but not me. But having said that, Mark, do you really feel? That Adam Gase is the answer with the third year, Sam Darnold. And, it, you know, it's a, it's a big year for Darnold. It's a huge year for Sam Darnold next year. It's probably even a bigger year for Adam Gase. You have a lot. You need to figure out your own line. He's probably going to have a new left tackle. He's, you know, if you move beats him over to the right side and then you, 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 you got to figure it out. What's going to happen there? He's got to figure out is who he's going to be throwing to because he's probably going to be down in Nunwa. And then Robbie Anderson's probably going to go wherever he gets paid the most money. And he's we got no loyalty left with the Jets. Uh, and you have a running back that may be there, may not be there. I mean, there's a lot of question marks. Do you think Adam Gase is the leader as the New York Jets head coach to take them in the direction they need to go? So the one thing I, I, I believe, I see, I, listen, the jury's still out, obviously, but I <laughs> feel that he, he, at the end of the day, you know, a one in 17 to go six, I know it was against bad teams. I know that, but for a one in 17 to go six and two, I know the defense, a big part of it. It's, it does say something. The, the players played for him. Yeah, the, whether you oh, like it or not. Yeah, whether yes, you like but guess what? Some of those players might not even be on the team next year, including True. Robbie Anderson is your uh, wide receiver. True. You might not have Le'Veon anymore. God knows what you're going to get for him besides probably taking a hit in uh, dead cat money. So I don't care who's on the field at the end of the season. They might not be there next year, Mark. Come on, my man. True. Come on. <laughs> Hey, yeah. Listen, dude, a lot of fun, man. I do appreciate Listen, thanks for being a champ, and uh, I appreciate you calling in, man. A lot of fun tonight. You know how Thank it is. You. Yeah, have a good one. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> let's not uh, say it the way it is. Let's go. It's the Mike Gunn Show. All right, let's go to um, Eddie down in Florida. What's up, Eddie? What's the weather like in Florida, man? Uh, oh, it's like 
70s, actually. 74, I think, was the high for today. So Sounds awesome. Not, yeah. I, I like a little snow, actually. It gets tiring after a while, but... Good. You know, it's 30, it's you know. 36 degrees outside up here, so you can come up here, all right? Enjoy it. That's <laughs> okay. What's up? Yeah, as far as this Adam Gaze thing, you know, I wish, you know, that five uh, stages of grief thing, I wish Jet fans would just go through the other stages and land on acceptance already. I mean, he's the coach. He's going to be the coach. Christopher Johnson loves him like a son. That's that. Um, having said that, um, I also think just for Sam Donald's development, you know, if you go to this, like, last year at USC, you get a new coach, first of all. I don't see Vince Lombardi, you know, who are you going to go to? Second of all, um, Sam Donald will be getting his first, fourth offense in, fourth year, in four years. Right. Do you really want that as a Jets fan? No, I, and I think, Sam Donald's take? And, and Eddie, I even said this in the beginning of the show, that I think more so than anything else, the reason that Adam Gase is still the New York Jets head coach is the fact that Sam Donald needs him. And that you don't need Sam Darnold going through a fourth offensive system and a fourth head coach in these, you know, probably the most important years are the developing years of a quarterback. But is Adam Gase the one that you want to entrust with that situation, with that growth for Sam Darnold? Do you know what the Jets did this year? And Adam Gase is supposed to be a great offensive mind and offensive, you know, play caller. No, no, no. But do you know what they did? They finished last in total offensive yards. Last. Well, definitely, definitely. The, the, the offense was uh, pathetic to be uh, to be kind, but you know, yeah, you, but is it was it worse than the is it worse worse than the Bengals? Was it worse than the, the, a lot of teams? That's hard to finish last if you're the New York Jets. You still had some weapons out it there. It was, it was, but but in his defense, now I've been a Jet fan. Oh, God, going back ways, eighties yeah. easy. Um, we had twenty players on IR. We never had that before. I mean, you know, maybe the strengthening or the the, the 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 training staff needs to go. I don't know. I don't know why there was so many guys on IR. You breathed on a jet flare. He was a player. He was on an IR for some reason. Um, it was never this bad. Well, listen, Adam Gates. Uh, Adam Gates is going to have one more. He'll have, I think, one more year. Or at least he will have at least one more year, as we know, as they're going to bring him back to uh, to show what he's got. But there's no doubt in my mind, and thanks for the call, Eddie. Um, enjoy the Florida weather down there. Uh, is the fact that this is a crucial pressure-powered year for Adam Gase? He's going to be hearing it from everywhere, from the media, from the fans. When Woody Johnson returns, which is apparently sometime next year, that's what Connor um, Rogers had told us from Bleacher Report. When he comes back, it's not going to be too happy to see what has happened to his New York Jets. I mean, there's going to be a, there's going to be a lot of pressure on Adam Gase, and he's doing it with a third-year quarterback. And I said before, of these three, who's coming back? Le'Veon, Robbie Anderson, Jamal Adams. You realize all three could possibly be gone. I think Jamal stays, but he's going to want to get paid when he re-ups. He's going to want to get paid. Robbie Anderson wants to get paid. I don't think he deserves as much money. But there's not that many wide receiver WR1s out there that are going to... uh, you know, that can bring what he can bring. Do I think Robbie Anderson's a great player? I mean, no, he's fine. He's good. 
Sam Darnold likes them. You want to talk about chemistry? Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson seem to have some chemistry, and we're on the same page towards the end of the season. And now you're going to get rid of that. You're going to get rid of your quarterback's favorite receiver. For what? For who? For somebody that you draft? Well, you got to draft pretty much a whole entire offensive line. At least two, three players. Trade, sign somebody. I mean, the offensive line, you need to protect this kid. But you got to use your draft picks for the O-line, especially in the beginning. You got to get players. You got to get players. You're listening to The Mike Gunn Show on 98.7 ESPN.